0: Anxiety is a real thing. So many of us struggle with it on a daily basis. It is this thing that many of us feel like is bombarding our daily life. This thing that's stealing away our joy, stealing away the good parts of our life. It's making it difficult to even live out our faith. Which brings us to the fact that, welcome to live it. This is your chance to take Sunday's message and bring it into your week and actually live your faith out. And like I said, anxiety makes that so difficult. Pastor Adam this past weekend talked about taking off this anxious mask, this thing that we wear that makes us feel like we're just living in anxiety all the time. But it's real. It's a real thing. So many of us struggle with it. But it's also this tool that the devil uses, this evil force in our life. It gets at us. It it makes it so that we don't trust. It makes it so that we live in fear. It makes it so that we just live anxious lives and nobody wants to do that. So Adam, Pastor Adam, he gave us these tools to use in thinking about how we can live out our faith in good ways and be reminded of what's true. He said that as we think about who God is, as we acknowledge who God is, that helps take away some of the power of anxiety. He said that if we, as we accept God's leadership in our life and let him lead our decisions, that steals away the power of anxiety and gives it back to God, the rightful place. And then finally, he said, and he encouraged us to, be, to be confident in the outcome of what God knows to be true and what God will certainly accomplish in our lives. When we can be confident in that, it it can change so many parts of our lives. But, but as I was listening to that, I realized that there's something that sometimes just trips me up personally, something that keeps me from knowing that those things are true and remembering that those things are true. This past week, I was reading in this book, um, this thing that uh, talked about this, this moment in Jesus' life that I had always looked at and um, not seen it the way that this book described it. It's, it's found in the book of Matthew. It's Matthew 4, and it's right after Jesus is baptized, and he comes out of the water, and, and then it says this. It says, Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted there by the devil. For 40 days and 40 nights, he fasted and became hungry. During that time, the devil came and said to him, "If you are the son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread." But Jesus told him, "No. The scriptures say people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God." Now I don't know if you've heard this before, but in the past, uh, whenever I've looked at that parable—or that—not that parable, but that story of Jesus—I've uh, looked at it and thought, "Man, devil really came at like the worst possible time." Jesus has been out in the wilderness for all those days, and man, he must have been struggling. That must have been him at his weakness. But I read this book, it's it's The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer, and he mentions the story, And, and this is what he said. He had the same reaction to it. He said, for years this story made no sense to me because I thought of the wilderness as the place of weakness. I read it this way, isn't that so like the devil to come at us at the end of a long day or a long week when we're hangry and at our worst? But then I realized I had it backwards. The wilderness isn't the place of weakness, it's the place of strength. I read that and I was like, whoa, mind blown. And it's so true. The wilderness is actually often a place of strength. The thing that gave Jesus strength wasn't food or water. It was spending time knowing who God is his Father and knowing what God had called him to. And so I wonder how often as we live our lives right now, are we so distracted, so in a hurry, so overcome by what we see on social media or in the news or, or whatever that these things are giving us anxiety and we have not taken the time to spend a little bit of time in the wilderness, a little bit of time in the quiet, a little bit of time away from everything to remember what's true, to remember who God is. So as we think about this, as we think about taking this anxious mask off, I have a few questions for you. A few questions to consider as you try to take that mask off. The first is this, when do you feel anxiety the most? When is it really overtaking you? It's important to know when, that, when that's happening. The second is this, when is the last time that you were in a place where you were living without distractions, like five minutes, right? When was the last time you took five or 10 minutes away from your phone, like more than like five feet from you? I mean, maybe that caused you anxiety when you couldn't find it. But when was the last time that you took a few minutes just to spend time knowing who God is, maybe reading your Bible, maybe praying, in a time when it was separate from everything? And what would that look like to actually have that time and be able to trust in God. The third question is this, what is one area of fear and anxiety that you need God's assurance and strength in? What is that one area that always gives you anxiety and you need to spend time asking God to give you assurance and strength? Now, I wanna challenge you. The challenge for this week is to do exactly this thing. It's to take five, 10, 15 minutes Put your phone in another room, put your computer away, put the TV off, go to a place where there's no music, there's just quiet, and spend time either reading your Bible, praying, being quiet, just listening and seeing what God brings up, and remember these truths. Remember that God is good, that God loves you, that God's in control, and you can trust him to bring about the best outcome. Thanks for living it with me, and I look forward to seeing you next week.